Welcome back to another episode of Bold Perceptions. I hope you guys are all staying safe, healthy during this crazy time in the world. You guys are probably on lockdown right now. And so on this episode, Nick and I reviewed some movies that you guys should definitely check out during this quarantine. We reviewed The Irishman, American Beauty, Good Times, and Uncut Gems, as well as gave some more suggestions of what we like. We're doing something new on this episode. We're always A-B testing, trying to get you guys some more content. And so let us know what you guys think about this. And also let us know what you think about the movies or if you guys have some movies or TV shows that you'd recommend to us. I'm always open for suggestions. So get yourselves nice and cozy. Sit back, relax, grab some food, a good drink, and enjoy. Back at it. Uh, Bold Perceptions. Going to do a little movie review. And why are we doing that? Well, I'll tell you why. Because in quarantine... It's uh, kind of nice to to catch up on some movies, some TV shoot shows. Don't binge too much. I try to stay in my productive routine, but then at night, I throw on throw on a show or two. Um, I kind of get some good inspiration from these movies and whatnot. And I used to love watching a ton of movies, but then uh, I kind of got crazy busy and and haven't really been too much in uh, the entertainment world, but. Since I'm in quarantine, I've watched a couple movies here. And uh, me and Jake, we're going to go over them, maybe uh, persuade you to watch them, and and uh, give you a little analysis. So, Jake, um, I just watched The Irishman, and uh, I love Scorsese, um, Goodfellas, Casino. Casino is one of my all-time favorites. The mafia genre is uh, really fascinating. But The Irishman's cool because I'm part Irish. So it was a it was a long movie, but I really enjoyed it. It was kind of like uh, Scorsese's goodbye to mob films. It wasn't as glamorous. I didn't uh, come out of that movie wanting to join the La Costa Nostra. That's how you pronounce it down in uh, Sicily. But um, I kind of felt bad. It was really sad. The ending. I don't want to give it away to people, but that life is different, man. You know, being being a real gangster putting everything for the family, doing crazy things, not knowing when your time's going to come. It reminded me a lot of the anxiety and stress from watching my all-time favorite show, The Sopranos. And uh, But overall, I think it was just a great flick. I really, I was engrossed into it, you know, seeing Jimmy Hoffa. I knew about Hoffa, obviously, but, you know, really kind of getting a picture of uh, how charismatic and, and how popular that man was. Was also fascinated seeing firsthand, you know, in depth how much the mafia, the government, the unions, it was all intertwined. They were all playing with each other, doing favors for each other, good and bad. But um, I felt really good. You watched that, Jake? Yeah, I watched The Irishman a few months ago, like right when it came out. I love Scorsese. I think he's one of the best directors there is in film. Uh, one of my buddies is a really big film guy and raves about Scorsese. So as soon as it came out, he was texting me to check it out. And so I did. And uh, like you said, it's a long movie, but it it doesn't feel like a long movie. It goes by quick. The story keeps going. I like the way that they kind of uh, had it 
set up with De Niro being the narrator and talking. And uh, like you said, Jimmy Hoffa, very interesting character, very charismatic. I didn't know anything about him really. I knew I'd heard the name, but probably my favorite character in the film. And then obviously you got De Niro. Um, what's the little dude's name? Pacino. There is, so they're all in there. So it's like a nice little reunion. Yeah, it was Pesky, Joe Pesky. And that man is, uh, he was playing like the calm version, the calm gangster, this film. And normally like in Casino and Goodfellas, he's the short guy with the temper and just doing doing wild stuff. But yeah, it was neat to see all the uh, the three uh, Mafia amigos, the biggest ones in American film past like 50 years, kind of go out for, for one more show and the ending I thought was really, really neat. So um, definitely, if you got that Netflix, check out the movie. It's a long one. The other cool thing that they did in it too was one with the AI facial. They would so basically, you know, De Niro and them are older now, but they played their younger selves too because they were able to digitalize their face to make them look younger. And I thought for the first time for them ever doing it, they did a real good job with it. And uh, then I also thought it was interesting because I touched on even like JFK, his family, how they were involved. So yeah, I would I would definitely say check that movie out. Like you said, it's a long one, but it seems like now we have the time to do it. Um, what would you give it out of a ten rating? How many stars? I'd say eight, eight and a half, for sure. Enjoyable, enjoyable film. I'll probably rewatch it another time. But yeah, it was interesting. Uh, I I knew about Joe Kennedy. Uh, JFK's father making the the family money through uh, uh, booze running back in Prohibition with the Italians and but it's just a fascinating period in in, in American history um, with the mafia and the in the governments and and all that and now it's like pretty neat that I'm in Italy and I want to go check out you know Sicily and and see all that so the mafia is still you know heavy heavy presence there I think it still is in America in some spots I mean I've been to Vegas. Plenty of times in the last five years, my buddy played football there, and uh, the locals say, yeah, they got parts in this. Don't think they don't. So it's interesting, but I'll tell you what, that life is a different kind of life. You know, when you're in, you're in, and it is crazy how they got them all, and then they all started flipping on each other and, and turning, you know, with the 80s, and, and then during the movie, too, it's neat how every time he introduces a, a new gangster, it shows his death, and when he died... And it's like these guys are living literally on the edge nonstop, and then poof, their time comes, and they're like all kind of expecting it. It's it's just fascinating how they can live like that. And um, but yeah, hey, next film uh, is by the Sadies brothers, um, the dudes that just uh, put out uh, Uncut Gems, which is also on Netflix, which was a, a fascinating film. We'll talk about after this. I don't know if you've seen this film, Jay, called Good Time. It's about this dude, uh, a botched uh, bank robbery with his kind of handicapped brother, and brother gets caught. So it's the whole movie's about him trying to bail him out or, or get him out of jail, and it's a nonstop crazy run, similar to Uncut Gems. It's like anxiety-inducing. And I remember when you told me, go watch Uncut Gems in the movie theater back when I was home, and you're like, you'll literally get anxiety from it. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. But it's these guys know how to make those kind of films. When you're on your edge of your seat and you're just like, seriously, does it stop? Can I breathe yet? 
Yeah, I, I haven't seen Good Time, but if it's by the same directors as Good uh, Uncut Gems, uh, definitely need to check it out because that movie was so hectic. Like you said, you just want like a moment to breathe, and it's just the way they film it with voices shouting over each other, the background music. Uh, Uncut Gems is one of my favorite movies of the year. I think Adam Sandler did a real good job on it. Um, but Good Times, that's uh, wouldn't wait. Can you give me a little more background on it, like what year it was made, um, or who's who's even in it? Yeah, um, I think it was an indie film. It was 2017. It's on Netflix. It's got uh, a pretty well-known guy. I think the Twilight Zone character guy. Hold on one second. His name is... Yeah, Robert Pattison. He used to do the Twilight stuff. He did Unreal. He was phenomenal. And um, I'm not sure who the other brother was, but it was, I think it was like an indie film. And uh, it was really similar, like a, just a, a roller coaster to me. I think of the start, it kind of, the, the middle start is a little slow, but then it's like, you just can't, it's nuts. And then the ending's fantastic. I loved it, but it was uh, it was a really good movie to kind of get in their head. Like you said, uh, Uncut Gems and, and Sandler. Um just it's another film where you're just like holy shit don't get involved with the the wrong people because adam was like i mean it was just constant everything in his life was falling apart he had to constantly make moves a lot of it he set up himself because he's a degenerate gambler but uh those kind of movies that can actually affect you like emotionally and get your heart racing i mean it's pretty powerful stuff that uh, a movie can do that yeah, uh, actually, at the time when I went to see that, I'd been like betting on sports, gambling a little bit, not crazy amounts of money or anything. <laughs> After watching that, I was like turned off to gambling on sports. Just like the way he lives, it did, like you said, did a really good job of showing you into his life. And so you get that feel to how his life is. And it's just so crazy. He's living one bet to the next. He has debt to one guy. So he's making another bet with another guy to pay off that debt. And it's just absolutely hectic is the only word I can think of. But it's really good. Uh, Kevin Garnett's in it, too. I think it was his first film appearance. I thought he did a really good job in it. So it was a nice tie from – tied in sports really nicely. And so, that, like I said, it was one of my favorite movies of the year. Um, I would give that 9 out of 10, 8.5 out of 10. Um, so I'm definitely going to have to check out Good Time. But anybody – I think Uncut Gems just got released recently, so go go stream that one. Yeah, I find it kind of cool too how um, you know the Irishman and then Uncut Gems and then Good Times. Uh, you know, you watch some movies and the bad boys like, oh, that looks cool, that lifestyle, that's crazy, on the edge. But these movies do a good job showing you like, do you really want to live that life? Do you really? Want to be looking over your shoulder nonstop, and and uh, after you watch those, you'll probably be like, "Hey, give me a Bible. I don't want to partake in anything crazy." Um, hey, next film. Um, I've watched it in the past, and it's on Netflix. And I watched it, I think last night. Um, American Beauty with Kevin Spacey. Um, about a dude like in his forties, uh, living the suburb life with his wife that hates him. A uh, crappy job. Uh, his daughter's a teenager, and he kind of just has enough and like snaps one day, blackmails his employee for benefits so he can work out, uh, smoke pot, 
kind of start doing whatever he wants. I know he's got a crush on his daughter's uh, uh, friend, which is some pedophile stuff, which is kind of suspect, knowing that Kevin Spacey got caught up in it. But that movie is really fascinating. To It kind of like uh, puts a spotlight on um, uh, American suburban life, how everyone's trying to live this picturesque life. You got the, the picket fence and the family, and you have your dinners, you drink your wine, you got your nice sofa, but it's all kind of fake. And it's like, you're not really, you know, living. It's funny at the beginning, she's picking flowers, the wife, and she's got matching shoes for her clipper that picks the flowers. And then Kevin Spacey's doing like a, a monologue saying, oh, that's not by accident. And she has a little kind of fake, stupid, uh, not really caring conversation with her, her neighbor, but it's all, oh yeah, you know, how are you doing? And it's just really interesting. And then Spacey kind of um, flips the switch and just starts living how he wants to live. And it seems like, <clears throat> well, by the end, he says he's happy. But I really enjoyed that movie. Jake, you've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it a few times. That is one of my top ten movies I've ever seen. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, Kevin Spacey, you know, he's been caught up in some shit lately. But acting-wise, he's one of my favorites. And like you said, it does such a good job of showing you the insides of that suburban life where everybody's putting on that front that everything's great and behind the scenes, behind the scenes, things are falling apart. And just the way the movie was made did such a good job of portraying that. Every part of the movie kept me engaged and the ending was phenomenal. And it just, it just does such a perfect job of like you said showing the facade of suburban life yeah i find it um a really interesting and he kind of threw me back on the whole minimalist thing because spacey had like a, a a monologue in the film about their italian couch and uh, their china silverware and we have this stuff that doesn't freaking matter and they were, he was finally getting hot and, and uh, spicy with his, his wife on the coach. And they're kind of rekindling his relationships. He turned into this kind of bad boy not taking crap no more. And, and then she was all into it, the wife on the couch. And then he had a beer with him. She's like, hold on, you're going to spill on our couch. And he kind of snapped out of it and did that. Like, why does this matter? Like, we're not living. We're, we're, we care about this, these little things. And we're we're living this, we're putting on a face mask and, and it was, it's good. It really um, kind of motivates you to take life by the horns. I don't know if you want to be as crazy as Kevin Spacey, but I think it relates to a lot of people like that midlife crisis or that point where you're like, is this it? Like, really? Like I, you need some life in you, some action. We're not built for like that mundane, you know, cut the grass go through, have your family dinners at night, just no action, you know what I mean? And uh, whenever I watch that movie, I get that that push to to live. I would agree with all that. I really would. Uh, you said the midlife crisis, and I think, I mean, I obviously haven't experienced it, but I think we all have quarter-life crisis. We're always wondering, like, is this it? Is it enough? And in most times, most cases... It's not. We're not living a fulfilling life. And once he starts to take life by the horns and he just stops taking shit, I think it seems his character becomes a lot happier. He seems to be enjoying himself. He's doing what he wants. He's working out. 
and uh, smoking pot, like you said. So I think it's a good representation of what happens in that nine to five suburban life. And like, I agree, you got to get out of that routine. Otherwise, you're going to eventually just drive yourself crazy or depressed. Yeah, and hopefully you do it in a positive way, not detrimental like Spacey, as you find out. But um, no, yeah, it's, it's a it's a good movie. It's one of those that that kicks you, kicks you uh, to get get moving. Jake, have you um, seen any other good uh, movies or TV shows you want to recommend the listeners check out while they're on quarantine? Yeah, um, so I've been getting interested into like i like sci-fi a lot lately um just and then like the whole concept of time and what is time and so i saw 12 monkeys i they have a so they made the movie back in the early 90s with bruce willis um and brad pitt is in it too brad pitt plays a crazy character he does a really good job and then i they made a tv show for it on the sci-fi channel a couple years back so i watched the tv show and then i watched the movie and it just kind of demonstrates what time is or like how it's it blows your mind on time it's so hard to conceptualize time and it's really is it shows the cycle of time does it really well like what we're doing now past determines the future the future determines the past it's all it's all cyclical and so it's it's really trippy and it kind of makes you question free will it it makes you question a lot and both the movie is really well done. I know it has like nine out of 10 stars on IDMB. And then the show is really good too. But uh, I would start with the movie and then go to the show if you, because the show is four seasons, but definitely check out that movie. It'll, it'll blow your, blow your mind. Yeah. I remember watching it a while ago and liking it. I can't quite remember it right now. I remember Bruce Willis. I need to go watch that again. I got a couple, if you got HBO, now or go wherever the streaming service is <sighs> my favorite show of all time the sopranos definitely watch that um if you aren't getting into it the first couple episodes that's normal it takes a couple episodes so be prepared for that but that show is just it's amazing you'll you'll love it uh obviously the wire um similar baltimore uh about the baltimore crime mcnutty that's the detective uh, I told Jake, we were talking about history before this, to check out Rome. The first season on HBO is amazing. I haven't watched the second season. I've heard it's just not good because the budget got cut and, and whatnot. But the first season, I loved it. And then um, Netflix, uh, Mad Men. It's probably one of my top three all-time favorite shows. Mr. Don Draper. Um, it's a different kind of show. Some people might like it. Some people might not um advertisement kind of i love business so maybe i really like that show but just some characters in there and and drapers he's one of a kind that's for sure but those will those will definitely keep you busy so yeah i've uh the wire i saw that one of the best shows top two for me all time i rome sounded very interesting because i i got kind of into that whole era through game of thrones so Rome is on the top of my list. And then Mad Men, I've seen the first two seasons of it. I started watching it. I got to get back to it. But it shows you, like you said, Don Draper's an awesome character. But it shows you 
I love that time period too. It's the '60s. the The way they did it, the sets look super good. It looks you feel like you're immersed into the '50s, '60s area. And like you said, at the advertising marketing, it shows you what goes into that human psychology. Um, so I see, like I said, I've seen the first two seasons of Mad Men. I need to get back to that. So uh, all those shows recommended. I made a good point. Like the aesthetics of uh, Mad Men, and, like the '60s and their sets and their fashion and smoking cigarettes, drinking in the office, and uh, it was just neat. The time period, it, similar to, like, The Irishman, uh, you get to, like, see that time period and, and what's going on, and, and it's neat. It's like you're living in, in history, and um, that kind of reminded me of uh, when I flew over from the States to Europe. Um, I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and uh, Tarantino's new one with uh, Pitt and DiCap- uh, Leonardo, and not a lot of people, there's not the greatest reviews. There's like some people think it's just boring and stuff, but it kind of reminded me of that those aesthetics and just that California vibe was, uh, I, I liked it a lot. Real neat. Obviously, uh, Leo and, and Pitt did Unreal, their performances, but there's a lot of funny moments, good little stories going on. And Tarantino, I mean, all his films are, they're interesting. You're going to watch them. And uh, so that's another one that's, I think, might be on Netflix now. I'm not sure, but. I liked it a lot. Yeah, or I think you could order it off like Amazon or something. I think it's out. I love that movie. I thought Tarantino's dialogue in his movies is always super interesting. Leo did a great job. Brad Pitt's character was one of my favorite movie characters of all time. And I'm really interested in that whole Charlie Manson, that hippie movement era. And I think they did a great job of representing that. They tell the story about, uh, what's her name, Sharon Stone. Um, but... It was, it was a, it was almost a heartwarming movie. I don't know. You have to see it. I don't want to give anything away, but uh, like you said, it was funny. It's interesting. I I love that movie. Yeah, I guess it's nice um, getting back into movies and stuff. I think uh, I just get either inspiration or motivation or just feel get feelings from some of this stuff. So I gotta gotta keep. Uh, Keep plugging away on this quarantine. Uh, if any of you listeners have some suggestions for us to to watch, maybe talk about, let us know. Let us know if you like this, even. Like I told you uh, on the Conspiracies episode, we're kind of throwing out a lot of content for you guys on this quarantine. See what hits, see what doesn't. And, um, yeah, thanks for listening. <laughs>